Every year, more and more people are moving to Florida to retire. The numbers are growing as the population of Florida grows, so do the number of retirees. There's a lot of reasons why they do it, and there's a lot of reasons that you should do it. And today, we're going to explore those, but not just Tony and I. We're going to bring in a special guest who just moved to Florida to retire and get his opinion. This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me today is Tony Shore, my favorite co-host, and we have a special guest today who we'll introduce in a minute. Today's topic, like I mentioned, is going to be retiring in Florida, some of the pros and cons of it. But more importantly, we're going to talk to someone who just did it who moved from the beautiful state that Tony's from as well, Minnesota. And we're going to talk to Dennis about his experience. And I'm going to get some opinions and ask him some pros and cons and maybe get a few tips and nuggets on what it's like to actually be a retiree from another state moving to Florida. What do you say, Tony? Oh, that sounds great. A fellow Minnesotan yes. uh, is here with us today. And a uh, former Minnesotan, I guess I should say. But that sounds great. Can't wait to talk to Dennis, uh, ask him uh, about the move and uh, what uh, what fueled that move. I think I know because I'm coming to you live from Minnesota right now. Uh, and so I realize why he's there. And uh, we'll talk some more about that. But, yeah, I'm excited about the show today. Great topic. Uh, I love how you refer to me as your favorite co-host. Uh, I want to remind our listeners I am his only co-host that he's ever for had. Now. So that's for now. So there's <laughs> for now. <laughs> so now that uh, uh, now that Tony's on to me here, let me talk to the new. Co- I mean, uh, my uh, guest co-host today. We'll call him sure. not permanent, but guest. All right, Dennis. Why don't you introduce yourself? Let us know where you're from in Minnesota and where you live now in Florida. Okay, originally uh, Minnesota, grew up in St. Paul area all my life and uh, then my final homestead was actually right in Vadness Heights and then also have a, a cabin up on the Whitefish Chain up in Cross Lake and then uh, from Vadness Heights decided to move down here to, to beautiful Florida and get out of the winter weather. So where in Florida <laughs> do you call home now? Okay, it's the area is called Placida which is co- uh, close to Cape Hayes, the Gasabriel Islands, um, 
So that's just, that's north of Fort Myers. Yeah, north of Fort Myers, but south of Venice. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, so you moved from Minnesota, and this was, what, a year ago? It'll be, uh, we actually started to move in, uh, it'll be two years here in April. Okay. So, I mean, let's let's be real. Minnesota is freezing cold. Yes. And Florida is beautiful. Yes. That was the obvious reason. But you lived in Minnesota your whole life, like you, Tony, right? Right. Your whole life. Oh, no, Tony, you lived outside of, of Florida, well, of, of for, Minnesota. Yeah, five and a half years I lived in L.A. and six years in Nashville. Okay. But other than that, Minnesota. Right. So your family, Dennis, is all from Minnesota. All from Minnesota. So you're, this is brand new for you. You're moving out. Yes. That's what, what made you do it? Well, we just decided that we wanted to move somewhere warm and get out of the uh, cold weather. And uh, so my wife and I, or I should say my significant other, we just decided to make the move down here and uh, actually came down in, in the month of August when there was nobody down here, when it was just extremely hot. But the nice thing about it is then you can get a retailer uh, a realtor, I should say, to help you out with uh, finding either a house or property. So that's obviously the scary part about moving down. Well, I don't know if it's scary, but I would say if I was moving, let's say I was going to move to Minnesota, and, well, you didn't know anyone around here in this area, right? No, nobody. So, I mean, get, correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but that sounds kind of crazy. I don't want to make Dennis think I'm calling him crazy, but I think it is just to say I'm going to up and move to someplace I've never been to. Um, I don't know anyone there. How, I mean, how do you do that? Like, that's, it sounds, I mean, but people are doing it all the time. I mean, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people do it, uh, but it is amazing. I mean, I've thought of it myself, especially after this winter, but. Right, the Florida Keys you talk about, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be where I would want to go. Yeah, everybody talks about the Florida Keys, but the problem is down there is, you know, real estate is so high. And it's just, I'm sure it's a nice place to visit. You know, if we want to go down there, it's a four hour drive. So, but yeah, how did you pick the location that you did? Well, we just decided to make that leap of faith and come down here in August and see what, you know, take a look at the market as a whole. So we started in Sarasota and Sarasota was just way too busy for, for both Sandy and I. And then we decided we'd go a little bit further south. We went to Venice and it still was really kind of crazy but here it is it's it's summer there's not a lot of people down here right uh totally opposite from what it is right now so then we ended up we we got the realtor and and we ended up start looking at houses and the houses weren't contemporary enough and uh, we started looking at houses and the houses just weren't what we wanted so we ended up finding a piece of property on a lake and it's it's beautiful, and we've only got like three neighbors, which is great. So there's not a lot of people around us. But um, so you had to build a brand new house, then brand new house, yep. And from our realtor, he introduced us to a builder, and thank God we got the right builder because there's a lot of problems down here right now. Making sure that you get the right builder because there's a lot of people yeah. that give money to people and they steal all their money or never finish their house for them. So that's. That's probably going to be one of the major concerns of someone moving to Florida that isn't buying a pre, a, you know, house that exists. If you're going to build something new. That's, that's even worse. I mean, you move, you don't, you've never been here before. You don't know anyone and you're paying someone to build a house for you. 
that you don't know really yeah, and do the background checks and i mean that's so important for these builders now because there's so much of that going on down here so you actually did a background check on these guys yes full vetting yeah so listeners out there if you're thinking about moving you can do it you just got to do a background check right trust oh, yeah. but verify oh yes trust but verify no doubt so tell me about the experience of moving when you when you sold your house in in minnesota um I'm obviously, you had a lot of stuff up there from decades of living there. What, oh, boy, yeah. You know, 4,500-square-foot house with a lot of stuff and then stuff from the lake. So, uh, you know, finding, first off, finding the right mover. And uh, I'll mention this this mover of Burger Brothers right, at, right there, and I believe they're in Roseville. The gentleman came out, gave us an estimate as far as how much it would cost and what he would take and what he wouldn't take, and then... Basically, from there, then you start boxing up stuff, you know, for bedroom number one, bedroom number two, kitchen, so forth. And marking it all, the stuff that you we were going to take, which we put on purple little stickers, and then anything that was yellow, that's the ones that the mover had to take. So we knew, we laid it all out. And, of course, that all takes time. We, and that took a good nine months as far as going through everything. So it wasn't an overnight, you know, let's no. just get up and go? No. Nine months. During that nine months, it was cold. You're like, I can't wait. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Yeah. But so. what about all the stuff that you didn't buy? I mean, because certain stuff you just can't take with you, right? What did you do with that? Well, the stuff that we didn't take with us, we ended up at the lake. So there was basically the stuff for did up you, there in the summer. Did you try selling some of your furniture and things that? Oh yeah, we got a, a an auctioneer that came in and priced everything and. That one's so-so, and of course, then you end up with some of these big pieces of furniture, you know, that literally the, the couches were $4,000 a piece. We couldn't sell them, so what did we end up doing? We gave them to the Catholic faith, you know, so. You couldn't sell it because people wouldn't pay the price. Wouldn't pay the price, and then now we're coming to crunch time, and we don't want to go through putting it online or doing any of that. We just said, okay, take it all, and we'll write it all off on taxes, which we did. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of taxes, how do you like the tax bills here in Florida versus Minnesota? Well, the tax bills down here, is a, it's, a, it's a little bit cheaper. Um, the nice thing about it here is as far as anybody that would come down here and work, then you don't have to pay any state tax. Yeah, what is the state tax in Minnesota right now, Tony? Do you know? Um, I don't, but it's it, it's hefty. Yeah, it's, it's more than Florida? We say that much? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot more than I don't want to rub it in. We're not yeah. trying to rub it in here, yeah. Tony. Yeah. But, you know, up and beyond that, then... Um, anyways, What's that? Go ahead, Dan. No, you you uh, you mentioned to me when I mean, this is something that I I noticed when I moved is I thought because I came from New York I thought auto insurance rates would be cheaper here in Florida because I live in New York where it's just like crazy drivers but here in Florida it was more expensive yeah definitely more expensive as far as insurance for down here because there's a lot of people down here that don't carry insurance mm. so we got we made sure that we got insurance cover us here but then we also kept our insurance in minnesota because of uh we have a car up there so we kind of got a, a double insurance deal here in case something mm -hmm. would ever happen so and uh you're you're paying for uh flood insurance here <laughs> yeah flood that's, insurance yeah. that's something new yeah that's definitely something new and of course in the area that we're at we're in a in the area is called evacuation a so when irma came in we were the first ones to get booted out of here but we had already left at three o'clock in the morning we went up to her sister's place up by orlando and uh 
We walked inside her house that morning at seven o'clock. Here comes over our phone that uh, evacuation out of A, everybody has to leave A. And we were already. You're like, thank God, we already left. We already left. We already left. That's something people. Well, I mean, you have you have tornadoes up in Minnesota, right? I mean, this tornado. I don't yeah, know about the Twin Cities. Yeah, you're in Stillwater, right? Not very right? often. Yeah, yeah, not very often, but yeah. You don't have to carry any flood insurance living by the river over there, do you? <laughs> no, we live far enough away, but it is they're building a 15 foot uh, wall of sandbags right now because there's going to be major flooding. Wow. Well, yeah. you don't know major flooding though. Well, actually, you might. <laughs> so, so the hard part about moving was that leap of faith, um, not knowing the builder, that kind of thing. Do you? What would you recommend to anyone that's still on the fence about moving down here and, and not sure where they want to live? Do you, I would. I recommend people come down here and stay for an extended period and get to know the area. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. You know, Fort Myers has got a tremendous amount of people from Minnesota that lived down there. We had just gone to the Twins game here last week and it was Minnesota Day and um, it was amazing the amount of people from the, that were there from Minnesota and of course then they have signs so if you're from Winona you can meet your friends from Winona. If you, if the, really? the, yeah it was really. That many it was a huge It was a huge party atmosphere so you, you get to see a lot of people from Minnesota that day. One of the things that negative things that I hear about people that move down is they say everyone's old, <laughs> you know. Everyone's old down here, right? They're retirees, but that's that's life. You're in that group now, Dennis. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but it's it's what you what you want to do in life, you know. Go out and, and do new adventures, and we're both my wife and I are very very much in, in as far as meeting new people. But you decide to live secluded in a way. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we want to be in the mess, we can drive 10 minutes to the mess. And what I mean by mess is, uh, you know, you can get in these big, huge housing developments. They got a new area down here like they have up in Orlando, which is called Villages West. And they're they're not affiliated with, with, with the villages up there. But, I mean, the construction down here is totally off the charts. You know, after 2008, there wasn't too much going on. But now it's coming back extremely strong. So, so. The villi- so the, for the listeners that are familiar with me, they know I have a lot of clients in the villages, which is closer to Orlando. Not the same down here, but the same concept. Same concept. Giant community of, yeah. of similarly aged people that are retired. And you said, nah, I don't want to deal with that. So you don't have to go in one of those communities if you don't want to. No, I mean, but you have to go out and you know, we have to search it out. I mean, with the community we're in is the HOA some of these places is as much as five thousand dollars a month our hoa we have two lots we have to pay two hundred dollars a year that's it we only have 147 houses within this huge area the infrastructure's there the water's there and that's when when we were looking down we wanted to make sure that the water and sewer but the most important thing was the power lines well there's only power lines down some of the streets so if you wanted in a building a house further in well then it's a thousand dollars per power pole to get to your property so that's why there's not a lot of houses being built here right now oh so you literally had to pay to get power to your house no the power poles were here we look for the power poles for the properties so so you're like all right let's drive around where the power poles exactly i didn't realize a thousand bucks for one of those thousand dollars a pole yeah 
I guess that includes install. <laughs> yeah, it does. Does that so? But but your HOA is very minimal. Yes, relatively speaking, I would say. Does it include free snow removal? Uh, no problem there. <laughs> How about alligator removal? Have you had to remove any alligators? Well, we have had to remove a, a couple of them here from the pond. Uh, they're still not, still haven't been able to to catch the twelve footer yet. He's pretty elusive, but they did get the ten footer here about six weeks ago. So, what do you say to the people up in Minnesota or outside the state that never had to deal with an alligator before? Is it is it is it unrealistic for them, or is it realistic for them to? To constantly be worried about that? Is it something that's... No, not necessarily. Not unless you have a dog, you know. Um, if you had a dog running along the shoreline, it, it's 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 not such a good... It's not such a good deal. Um, <clears throat> our, our pool lady... Probably not. See, I, I got a pool person, and uh, she had just come by here two weeks ago, and the pool that she was doing, the, her friend came down with the German Shepherd, and they were chasing the ducks along the the shoreline and the alligator got the big German shepherd and drug him in. And, uh, somehow he was able to get out of the mouth of that alligator, but it ended up hundreds of stitches on the dog. The dog did live. So, but oh, that wow. kind of, but that kind of tells you, you really got to watch the, the shoreline here from, from our shoreline, <laughs> it drops into 16, 17 feet of water and our lake is, is, uh, about 27 feet deep. And it's about four football size, feel so it drops off extremely fast and when the water gets a little murky i mean you don't want to be down there during the night walking along the shoreline <laughs> <laughs> well it's so it's a little different i would say though that for most people from outside of florida they're afraid of snakes and alligators but it's something to be aware of but not something to deter you from moving down here no no, no. i mean you live front and center from it with it and they're not really bothering you no you see some snakes here and there and other things but but it's a legit concern the other concern I mean, people have, well, in Minnesota, they, they love their hockey up there, but we got some, we got a pretty good hockey team down here. The Lightning, speaking of Lightning, we are in the Lightning capital of the world over here in the Tampa area. Yeah, you know, and I didn't realize that when I came down here too. So when people say, well, what's it like down there? Well, tons of Lightning, really. I says, why, well, why do you think they call them Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah. Uh, Ah. We've, we've seen some extreme lightning storms here since we've been here. The the one night they they were they actually brought it up on the TV to watch over the Gulf. So we faced the west. So we the, we got the Gulf of Mexico in front of us, which is about six miles away, and then behind us we got this Port Charlotte. So we're kind of stuck out in here. But they said to look out over the Gulf of Mexico that it wasn't coming in, but you can watch the lightning show. And I did. I actually sat out there for two hours. It was the most unbelievable lightning show that I've ever, ever seen. So Wow. I didn't so it's know nice. That. It's nice. It's good. It's a good thing to see. I mean, then again, you have to get that surge protector going. Cause, yeah, you, know. the, you can get a surge protector from 4 Power and Light, and they put that on there. But that doesn't help everything. So it was, uh, it was about... 13, 14 months ago when we were f first living here, the wife and I were in bed and all of a sudden the lightning thunderstorm came across and a bolt of lightning hit the front of our property right at the lake shore and it was, it was blinding. I mean, we had our curtains closed and it's just this big, huge white bolt that came down and of course it did the, everything shook and we, oh, we'll, we'll be okay with the surge protector. But then the next day we went out found out that blew out the TV on the lanai. It blew out 
the computer, blew out our router, blew out a motor for our automatic curtains, blew out the other TV in the other room, and then also blew out a circuit a plug-in deal with here within the kitchen. And wow. talking to talking to the guy from from the internet, he, the, what they call this, they call it leech lightning. So when it hits the ground, it goes underneath the ground until it can find a power line and it'll go back up into your house. And I mean, just all those things were completely fried out. So wow. <laughs> power surge be damned. We got yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So just in in general sense, you you've you're set, you're happy with your move. You still have your a uh, small cabin up in Cross Lake. Sure. So you can still go to Minnesota, but do you miss it? I mean, do you miss Minnesota? I mean, obviously your family is a big thing. Right. Yeah, no, we we definitely miss it. I mean, last year we only went up for a month. First year we were down here the whole summer. And that's another whole experience in itself, but then um summers in Minnesota, uh, summers in Florida. <laughs> well, summers in Florida and it's it's you go like, outside and you work, you got to come back in and put a new t-shirt on, you know. <laughs> it, it's unbelievable the humidity, so yeah, that's a experience. If you can survive a summer in Florida, yeah. you can you can get through. Yeah, so we're we're planning on coming up to Minnesota for a couple months here this year. So, what would you recommend in terms of anyone thinking about pulling the trigger and and making a move to retire in Florida? Any what would be your top suggestion to them when they're if they're still in the thinking about it stage? Because it is an appealing concept. Well, I think first off is talk to your friends to see where maybe they're at. Not unless you're adventurous like we were. Um, you know, that's a good place to start. Yes. Yeah, so try and find a social network already in place. Yes. Yes. And we also, we, we, we belong to a Minnesota group here down here now too. So we, we go and we, we meet with them once a month. So you get to meet some more people from Minnesota in the, in the areas that they're at. So then you find out, Oh, it looks like Sarasota, West Sarasota is the Minnesota capital down yeah, here. Right? It's actually, it's Fort Myers where the, oh, gotcha. Fort Myers, Cape Hayes area is, is huge because you, you can fly right from Minnesota, right in the, into, into that the, airport there? Into the airport. Yeah, Sun right Country there. or something? Yes, yep. How about um, Sunburn? You have to deal with Sunburn now. <laughs> you didn't have to deal you with know, that. I've been down here two years and have not gotten Sunburn. You know, we've got a big, huge lanai with the screen, but what we found out that the, you'll find this very interesting is the screen blocks 80% of the UV rays. Oh, that's So nice. I haven't having to put on suntan lotion or blockage unless I go to like the beach or if I go fishing, you know, then I'll, then I'll put it on, but just sitting in the lanai here, I can lay in my inner tube in the pool and uh, don't have to worry about getting burned at all. So, uh, Tony, what do you need to know to move down here? Because I know you're thinking about moving down there next week, right? <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have moved down there about three months ago. Well, you would have hit the red tide, though, right? No. Oh, the red, yeah. The red, well, the nice. red tide was just about over by then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do about that, Dennis, the red tide? Well, we're for, for you know, Far away from the ocean, as far as that goes, you know, five, six, seven miles. But we didn't, we didn't have any of the smell. But boy, I tell you what, to go down there and see the devastation, there was so many restaurants and businesses that were totally hurt by this. I mean, you couldn't even go down there. It was, the smell was just, it was very overtaking. And then you get this respiratory stuff off the smell and, and from the red tide. So, so you would recommend if someone's thinking about just be aware of where that might be. Yeah, especially yeah, especially here on the, on the on Gulf the, Coast. On the Gulf Coast, yeah. But yeah. now the you know, the other side of the coast now they're gonna they've got a little bit of that problem now too. But it's it's yeah, all can, that discharge from Okeechobee. Yeah, so yeah. Um, 
Tony, what do you think? You gonna move down to Florida? You talk about Florida Keys like every time we talk. Off well, to visit, I don't know if it's realistic for me to actually live there. You know, the cost of living, things like that, finding a good place. But, but Florida in general, <laughs> yeah. Once the kids are out, uh, it's uh, there's no stopping me probably. <laughs> but you like you're a beach bum type, right? You'd like to hang out. That's what you yeah. like. Yep. Florida Keys. That would be yeah. the way to go. I uh-huh. love the Florida Keys. I really, I love Key West. I just love visiting there. And I, I, I don't know if I could live there, but I, I could live there, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Not with my, my wife, I probably wouldn't like the Key West. But It's, it's, it's changed a lot. I started going down there in the early 70s. I was a young kid. I would go down there every year for two to three weeks. Love the Florida Keys. Did a lot of deep sea fishing off Key West. Oh, sure. And went down there for about 15 years straight when they had only single lane bridges. Now they got double lane bridges. But right. um, um, it, and it was really quite nice. And now that, you know, it's real commercial down there now. So, yeah. Yeah, I get you there. Yeah. That's true. But there's, you know. still, there's still some spots, though. Some oh, there's gem- a lot of spots. There's some hidden gems that even most tourists don't know about that are down there. That I we're love. not we're not going to share those on nope. o- o- over the podcast. No, nope. nope. want we don't want to share the gems. <laughs> You'll be lucky if I share it with you, Dan. Honestly, uh, it's, all right, I've fair enough. No, I'm uh, kidding. Listeners, if anyone's looking to for a co-hosting position, <laughs> <there's>... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Dennis, it sounds like you made a good move. It sounds like overall you're happy and uh, just a different things to deal with than you have to deal with in Minnesota. But um, it is interesting. So many people are relocating. And the thing I found fascinating was that there's, okay, if you're from Minnesota, a lot of Minnesotans relocate to this one area in Florida. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, I guess you can look that up depending on where you're moving from. You could find out, you know, especially with the internet now, people have these social groups. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you know, in Fort Myers, you know, you got the Twin Stadium down there, which draws a lot. It's real nice from where we're at, too. And here we didn't even realize, Tony, is, you know, the the Tampa Ray, uh, Rays baseball team, their, their spring training is only 15 minutes from us. And now the Atlanta Braves, which, you know, Orlando is, is, is absolutely so busy. The Atlanta Braves picked up. They're building a brand new stadium only 20 minutes from us here this year. <laughs> wow. So, so that's going to kind of be the spring training mecca down there. It will. Yeah, there's, you know, 15 minutes one way, 20 minutes the other way. But, uh, you know, the, they're going to have one spring, one game here at this new stadium. This year was 8,500 tickets. So I was lucky to get six tickets because it sold oh, out wow. in an hour and a half. And uh, so we're going to go see that. But that's really going to be a lot, bring a lot of people in that area. Of course, it's where is it? Right next to West Village is down there. Yeah, that's oh. it. So the right, retirees. So they're, they're building yeah. this it's huge infrastructure be. down here that's just incredible. And that's just going to be crowded again. And I know that Florida overtook New York as the uh, third largest state, I think it is, population-wise. So it's just wow. out of control down here, Tony. you got to get in while you can before it's yeah. re- overflow. <laughs> yeah, I gotta buy. Now's the time to buy property, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you get pro- property or buy a house. I mean, you can get a, you can get a, a fairly good house down here with a pool and a little nigh for about three three fifty. You know, so wow. it might be ten years old, whatever. But you can sure. still build a new house for four hundred thousand. You can yeah. make a pretty decent, build a pretty decent house down here. Yeah. Well, it's and it's a hot spot. It's growing. So, 
I appreciate you coming on, Dennis, and talking to us about it. It's uh, it's strange to get um, to you know to think that people are thinking about these types of things that I mean, because moving obviously relocating is a whole bunch of things you got to do, but it's these little things that you don't think about, especially locally, and like alligators and lightning. It's kind of funny. You don't think about it, but it's important to do. Yeah, and then you want to make sure, too, that you're you're close to all the stuff. And we didn't, here we picked out this piece of property, Tony, and we didn't like, so where's the fire department? Well, that's five minutes down the way. Where's the Home Depot? That's 10 minutes away. Where's the recycling where you can get rid of batteries and everything? That's seven minutes away. You know, where's the grocery store and the McDonald's and the Wendy's? That's only five minutes away. I mean, we didn't realize where we were until we got down here, we went, okay, now we know that we, we picked the right spot. We, and to be quite honest with you, we got damn lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but those are things luck. that a lot of people don't think about in the excitement of, hey, we like this place. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've already started making a list. My wife and I uh, see in hindsight, like, why did we buy this house? Why didn't we look at this? We mm-hmm. never want another house with this. So we have a list going, you know, of <laughs> right. qualifications. So. Well, if you, if you ever want to come on down, down here, just get a hold of Dan. We'd be glad to show you around down here. There's a, there's a lot of really nice places. You know, it just depends on your comfortability and what you want to end up doing, you know. So. Sure. Well, I, I'm i happy you came on and talked to us, Dennis. And uh, I know we could probably go for another five oh, hours. Oh, boy. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> but, and I'm a fisherman from Minnesota, so down here I can go right off the side of the, the back door here. And now the tarpon are just starting to come in, so I can catch tarpon right out the the back wow. of my door yeah that's neat yeah. that's great that's you're living the dream over there dennis well hey we're out of time for today's show dan is there anything you want to add for the listeners before we go yeah if you're listening and you're not from florida you're thinking about moving down here and you want some advice or want to talk to some locals in the tampa bay area or south or north even i got clients all over the, the florida give me a call and i'll put you in touch with them you could talk to them and get an opinion you know if if it's because sometimes it's all you need is a local uh, opinion especially if someone has done it. So thanks for, thanks for uh, joining me today, Tony, Dennis. Thank you. And uh, thanks listeners. Tune in next week. Uh, and if you want to catch this podcast and others, I'm putting them up on YouTube now. So you can actually, we want a video on it. It'll be something to look at, but you can listen to every podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google play, or now YouTube. Feel free. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.